today on this beautiful Sunday in Chicago, where the sun shines on all of us, we celebrate the third Sunday of Great and Holy Lent. In case you're not aware, the tradition in the church, the saints, they say they planted the tree of the cross right in the middle of Great Lent to empower us on our long and arduous journey. It's a beautiful service where we venerate his cross. We see it being carried around the church with always the beautiful daffodils, the yellow flowers. And we heard in the gospel today the words of Christ himself where he says, whoever wishes to come after me or follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Last week we spoke about the man who was paralyzed and Christ in forgiving him and healing him, the scribes, the religious, uh, the religious elites of sorts, ignored the fact that God was in the room. They were so distracted by other things that they ignored the fact that God was in their midst. They ignored the miracle, and they focused on a few of Christ's words, and they were scandalized. They are what we would call today, as we said last week, the religious fanatics who miss the miracle because they're focused on other things. They're distracted. Many of us are also distracted. We talked last week about how we are in church and there's a miracle every Sunday. The, the bread and wine are miraculously become Christ himself and we have an opportunity to partake and to be united with God himself. And sometimes we miss the miracle because, as we said, we're thinking about how Yayakatina parked or how, you know, different people are dressed or whatever. The truth is that we're all distracted all the time. And it's getting worse and worse as there is more and more that can keep our attention. Today we are reminded of, just as we were last week, we're reminded again and again over and over again about our need for humility. We've said many times that as we become more religious, more involved, there should be a measure. And it's easy to know if it's working. The more religious we become, the less critical, the more humble, the less egotistical, the less prideful, the more loving, the more compassionate, the more forgiving. This is what our tradition is. This is the faith. The faith of the apostles that we celebrated on the first Sunday of Great Lent has not changed. The fruits of that faith are intended to change us, not for us to change the faith. Today Christ said, and the Greeks are, are, say this a lot, whenever someone's having a problem, especially if it's a, a serious problem, they say, well, it's your cross. You have to carry your, bear your cross. And it's true in some ways. We're all called to bear our cross. And it's very orthodox and very Christian to bear whatever cross we have in life, different problems, to do it in a healthy way, to try to do it in a positive way, in a Christian way. However, when we look deep down and we think honestly, bearing crosses are hard. You know, Christ didn't say this accidentally. He knew that he was going to be crucified. 
he also knew that it would relate to the Romans of his day. For us, the cross is something that we think of as a symbol of peace and joy, something that sits on top of our churches. Perhaps we think it makes us think of our baptism. But for a Roman, for someone of Christ's day, the cross was a terrible symbol. It was, I was going to say it's the electric chair, but they don't use that anymore. It's like the way that we would think of the, death, the items used for the death penalty today. I guess it's lethal injection today. It was the, the regular way that people were put to death. But there was something more that would make a person of Christ's time relate to these words. When you were put to death in Christ's time, not only were you crucified, but they made you carry the cross to the place where you were going to be killed, where you were going to be executed. They made Christ do that. If you remember, we'll hear about it during Holy Week. So carrying your cross had meaning and power. But what does Christ say right before He says carry your cross? In order for us to be able to carry our cross and to walk with Him to Golgotha so we could experience the resurrection, He says what? Deny yourself. If we don't deny ourselves, it will be very hard for us to carry our cross. For denying ourselves means that we attempt to get rid of our ego. It means that we learn humility. St. Theophan the Recluse said, there are people that were saved only because of their humility. They had no ascetic virtues, no ascetic disciplines in their life. They didn't do metanias. They didn't go into the desert. They didn't spend hours and hours praying. All they were, all they had was humility. And it was enough because humility always leads to other virtues. If we do not have humility, we don't allow ourselves to obtain other virtues. We don't allow ourselves to carry our cross because it is not fun and it's not what we think we deserve. So on this, the Sunday of the cross, as we continue our journey, we are reminded again and again and again of our need, all of us, priests and chanters and bishops and deacons and the people sitting in the pews. We are reminded of our great need for humility in our lives.